Morning. Thank you for coming. Please join us this evening at 7.15, 4 Mincha and Marev. As always, you are needed and you're wanted. Please come. Please come on time. Happy July 4th to everyone. Please make sure that you are makir tov to God for the great gift that is the United States of America. It's not perfect. It's not maybe the greatest thing that ever happened to the Jewish people, but nevertheless, a very good thing, and we have a lot to be thankful for. Please be sure to make mention of that. And of course, of course, uh, as much as we love United States of America. We also love the state of Israel, the Jewish national homeland, and it's important for us to keep them in mind, especially now because of what's going on in Janine. Uh, God willing, everything should be good. Everyone should be healthy and safe, and only peace should come from this. Good. Continuing in our discussion of the Hilchot Berkat Amazon. So last night we started talking about different categories of people, whether or not we can include them in a zimun. So we said if uh, we have two men and a katan, someone who is under the age of bar mitzvah, uh, so we cannot include them as our third for our zimun. What if the third is a woman? We will not include her as part of our zimun. What if it is a Jewish servant? We will not include him as our third in a zimun. So we would be out of luck. Let's say we have uh, three women. Can they make a zimun? The answer is yes, they can. Let's say we have three avadim, three Jewish servants. Can they make a zimun? Yes, they can. Let's say we have three uh, boys under the age of bar mitzvah. Can they make a zimun? The answer is no, they cannot. They are not obligated and they are not included in the mitzvah of zimun. Let's say we have uh, two women and a Jewish servant. Can they make a zimun? The answer is no. We had concerns about uh, inappropriate uh, relationships, and therefore we say that uh, even though women can make a zimun, even though Jewish servants can make a zimun, they can only do so by themselves. That's what we spoke about last night. Obviously, more to discuss over here. So continuing, the Shechan says, Nashim Rashut. So if women are eating together, uh, let's say three women are eating together, so they can make a zimun, but they are not obligated. It's only Rashut. It's uh, voluntary. If they would like to, they may. But if they are eating with other men, let's say there is a zimun which is present, so then, then they would be included, and not just can they opt in to be, uh, uh, you know, to answer the zimun, right? So let's say you have three men and two women, right? So those two women, uh, they are obligated to answer the zimun that is taking place at the table between the three men. And the Ramah here just adds, even though they don't understand what is taking place. Now again, uh, he was writing at a certain time, and uh, I think it was more likely than not that the women would not have necessarily understood what the uh, meaning of the zimun is. Nowadays, the assumption is men and women know just as much as the other. So there's a good possibility that the women will understand. There's a good possibility that the men will not understand. The point of the story is, the same would be true if even if they don't, the men don't understand you know, the halacha would still be that a zimun is required. Okay, we talked about that uh, last week. Am ha'aretz, so on and so forth. Fine, fantastic and wonderful. But what do we learn about women? If they're by themselves, meaning it's a group of women, so then they can opt into a zimun. If they are present where there are men and there's a zimun taking place among the men, they're obligated to answer. Okay, so different, differing levels depending on the setup of the meal. Says the Mishnah why is it that when women sit together, right, three women, uh, it's only voluntary for them to be involved? So, maybe the reason is, uh, the Chazal didn't want to uh, require a zimun when the three of them were sitting together. Because, again, back in the day, like we said, it's possible that if you had any three women that were getting together, that they were not going to be experts in this area. They, let's say, were not able to read. They were not able to understand the Hebrew that takes place in the Zimun. And therefore, Chazal say, if you want to do it, if you feel like you can handle it, 
100%, go for it. If not, it's not the end of the world. Right now, again, things might be very different now the way we educate our daughters uh, than uh, it was back in the day. But he says maybe that's why initially it was only a reshoot. The next thing we said is that if they are present when there are men there, so then they are chayavot. They are required to answer. Now, that's important, by the way, to keep in the back of your mind, because that means if you're sitting at a Shabbos table and you have three men and the women, uh, let's say, hypothetically are, uh, I don't know, they went to go clean up in the kitchen and everyone wants to bench. We have to wait for them to come back because they have a chiyu. They have an obligation. It's not just, oh, it'd be nice if they participated in the benching. No, if there is going to be a zimun, then they have to answer. That's a must, right? So we would have to wait for them. So says the Mishaburah, you'd bet. Uh, even though we just said that uh, maybe it's better for men and women not to make a zimun together, right? We spoke about that last night. We mentioned this morning. Even if they wanted to, why? Because uh, it doesn't look so nice to have a mixed uh, group over here. So he says, says that's only in a case where we will only have a zimun with the participation of this woman. So he says the case is uh, two men and one woman. There it's very clear that the two men require this uh, third woman in order to participate. And it doesn't look so nice. Which wouldn't be the case in uh, this situation. Let's assume we have three men without the participation of the women. And we don't need them per se. We don't need the women to be uh, participating in order for the zimun to be created. So in that case, because they aren't necessary for the zimun, so their participation is not considered a gnai. It's not considered something which is inappropriate. And therefore, we would say that if there are three men present and there's a woman there, she is obligated to participate. She's obligated to answer. And if there's a Jewish servant present, he is obligated to answer. If it's just two men and the Jewish servant or uh, the woman, so then we would say that's inappropriate. We would not create a tzeruf in such a situation. Obviously, we are not done with this discussion. Please make sure it's come back this evening. Yes, sir. Three women and one man sitting at the table. Oh, good. So you have to come back. Good.